0: Jameis will be out of the shotgun, three receivers to his right, there's the snap, straight back in the pocket, lofting it up left side, looking for Callaway again, and I think he makes the catch, and I do believe that is a touchdown. Touchdown, Saints!
1: First and ten, ball is at the 14, Taysom is out of the shotgun, he's got Devontae Freeman to his left. There's the snap,
2: looking immediately left and looking for a little Jordan Humphrey, jump ball, in the end
0: zone, touchdown,
2: Saints! The
1: Saints wrap up week two of the NFL preseason. They beat Jacksonville 23-21. Jameis Winston got the start. He was 9 of 10 for 123 yards, two scores in three drives. And then Taysom Hill came on and went 11 of 20 for 138 yards and one TD. You can read into this that Jameis is going to be the starter on opening day, PK. It's not a big, uh, not a big reach at this point. How is he not? Why wouldn't you start him? Yeah. It's think, overwhelming. I yeah, I don't think there's an argument for it. He's He was the starter in this yeah. game. He got to go out there with, if not the ones, however many guys they held out, at least the best players they were willing to play. Man, he did a better job. Scored more points more quickly. What so. would be the reason you wouldn't start Jameis Winston? The reason I think the reason all along to not start Jameis Winston is you think he's going to turn the ball over too much. He can make big plays down the field. We know that. We know he threw the 30 touchdown passes for Tampa Bay. It's just going to eliminate the thirty picks. Oh, yuck, you won. One oh one.
3: We have side bets on when you bring us stuff up. I feel I a mean, little. I feel you, a little guilty. I you, let him into it. You did. You asked me
1: a direct question, and I answered. And you're like, "Oh, you answered it." What? I don't know, but I, he went
3: five minutes. I thought, "Wow, that's quick." But then I thought, oh, I'm going to let Yock have, have his day in the sun. So I purposely let you down. So, yeah, I'm sorry.
1: No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you're this entertained by it. There's other stuff you can do to entertain yourself at my expense. I mean, you got to work up to it,
3: man. You know, if you got, like, five or six best hits, you don't play them right off the bat. You know, you work up to them.
1: Former UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen signed by the Atlanta Falcons to... Compete for their backup quarterback position. Falcons are his fifth NFL franchise since being selected number ten overall in the twenty eighteen draft. I'm surprised, man. I thought that I you know, you never know who's gonna be a star, who's gonna be a
3: starter or whatnot. But I did not think he would immediately just blow, virtually blow a week five, after he
1: got drafted blow through five teams. Yeah, just bounce yeah. around and be a complete I'm, and total hanger on I'm with you. I, yeah, if, he'd be, if he were on his second team, I wouldn't be surprised. If he were a backup, I wouldn't be surprised. I also wouldn't have been surprised if he turned out to be a starter. But instead, he's just pinging around the league at a stunning rate. Yeah, and I give him credit.
3: Uh, you know, he came from a wealthy family. Grew up in Manhattan Beach. He went to school in Long Beach for football reasons. It's a long haul, especially, you know, with traffic down there. And he... Still wants to try, and he's just bouncing around. I mean, I don't settle until you're done with every team, huh? Just wait until somebody gets injured, which seems like every year.
1: We didn't hit uh, Trevor Lawrence before we left that uh, yeah, Trevor Saints Lawrence. Jags game. How much faith you got in him? How much painful is this gonna be? more painful the better (laughs) that only means you're going through growing pains
3: I mean very few guys take the world by storm so don't don't even bother making an evaluation on Trevor Lawrence on on preseason let alone the first season this is a team
1: that won what one ball game last year yep what do you expect Cam Newton's got to be away from the Patriots facility for five days. Apparently a misunderstanding on how COVID tests are conducted away from NFL facilities. So He can be back Thursday. They play next weekend. So, so I was reading stuff yesterday about all this.
3: And there's people out there saying this is really going to screw with the NFL and college because they've got this testing. And they argue, why are you testing these people that have a 99% survival rate and forcing them to be out? And this is going to plague... Football at the two levels that we care about the most. I don't know Yacht cares about high school. Good for him, but uh, maybe even high school too. I don't know what they're doing at the high school level, but they think that this is something they shouldn't be doing. I don't know what the answer is. I'm just bringing it up. I'm not saying they should or they shouldn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really get into all that. But they're arguing, man. We're going down this road of these people who are asymptomatic, and you're going to keep them away. And in the colleges, we already know that they said they're going to be forfeits. And so count as a a literal loss, obviously. And so where are we going with this? Is this the right thing to do?
1: I mean, that's one line of thinking. And certainly it can lead to postponed games and forfeited games and all of that. I don't think Cam tested positive. I think he either didn't take enough tests or didn't take them the right way or something. Okay, but Vrabel texted positive for Tennessee. Yeah. Well, I think they're uh, just worried that... And Harson texted positive for... Or, 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 I think or, they're worried or. that if they don't test and they're easily available and it kills someone, the PR backlash, and the odds are against it happening. but If it does happen... The odds are overwhelming against know, it happening. I know, but they're worried about the PR backlash. And, and it didn't lawyers, happen last year. And I know, but and the lawyers <laughs> have told them. You could be on the hook for a lot of money, and in all what, stories, what, what, five trillion dollars. I
3: mean, what kind of money? I am, I what have kind no of money idea. that the NFL couldn't write a check? How much money are they going to lose in a process? Yeah. If it's about the money, then you have to look at losing the money. I mean, we had all sorts of media people last year. This is the worst thing that the Big Ten has ever done when they
1: decided they were going to play. How many people died? I mean, there's no way to track who they infected. So I don't think you can pin that on them. And someone could sit out there and argue that, well, so-and-so had it and they gave it to so-and-so and and then so-and-so's brother died or whatever. But without the test or without the tracking, I don't see how you know that. So, yeah. And as usual, people doing the criticizing are the ones who have jobs. That is how it works.
2: DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag college football.
2: When you take the field two weeks from now against BYU, what what can Arizona fans expect to see out there from this team?
0: A win against BYU,
2: first game, Raider Stadium. Start the season off right, get the energy up, come back, got a nice game. BYU is going to be physical. Right? I mean, that's their -hmm. their style. Are you looking forward to that? You think you're ready for that? I love toughness. I love physical people, and we're going to bring the energy. We're going to bring the pressure. They're going to feel us, especially on defense.
1: That's bulletin board material. We're gonna bring the pressure, and they're gonna feel us. He's a linebacker. Okay,
2: he's a linebacker. that's
1: Anthony Pandy, Arizona linebacker, right there. Tony Pandy. Tony Pandy, yeah, sure. Tony okay. Pandy. Tony. If he's from Jersey, well, is every Anthony in Jersey Tony? They just automatic? No.
3: Uh, Anthony Soprano, like they call him AJ.
1: And, well, Tony, they called Tony. My uncle Tony. The Fiesta Bowl organization announced a multi-year partnership with Caesars Entertainment, pairing one of the biggest postseason college football games with legal sports gambling in Arizona. It's first partnership between a college bowl game and a sports betting company. Caesars will host fan lounges at the Fiesta Bowl in suburban Glendale and at the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which is played at Chase Field in downtown Phoenix. Sports betting set to become legal in Arizona. On September 9th. It's already been legal if you go to tribal lands, but... And two half-Italian women who are a little older rejoice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Gee, I wonder who that could be.
1: Well, one is a P. Kinahan, and I don't know what the other's name is. Patricia, right? Yeah, but that's not Patricia,
3: Patrick, and Patrick. They're, they have a, a married
1: names. Also Associated Press named Devin Lloyd, preseason, second team All-American. You get any pushback for yesterday when you said he was the best football player in the state? Because if so, there's your there's your backup for whoever went well, at well, you. Why would you get pushback against the truth? <laughs> because you said it, and Cougar fans might not like it. Well, who would they put? I'd put maybe James Impey would be. I mean,
3: he doesn't play a, a sexy position, obviously. Right. Center, But, I mean, he's very, very good. He's going to end up being – well, I don't know what he's going to do with the last year. You can never say because that's we, – we've got to get but past he, this a few years to say if he's a senior or whatnot.
1: But he could end up in the NFL
2: next spring. Oh, I think next he next will, he yeah, I, I think he yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. I was right. going to say he's
1: a senior, but then he's going to
3: start all four years. They list uh,
2: him on that All-American team as a super senior.
3: Yeah. So, uh, uh, in terms of at their specific position – I think Lloyd is number one. Two kids on there from uh, the state of Arizona, neither of whom, of course, went to either of the Pac-12 schools. Where'd they go? Uh, Oklahoma, Rattler. Rattler, yeah. And uh, Texas.
1: DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag Major League Baseball. The 3-2 pitch coming to Shaw with nobody out. Here it is. Swing it a high drive to right field to win the game. Back it goes by the
3: bullpen. And it is gone. A walk-off home run for Travis Shaw in his first game. Back with the Red Sox. Red Sox walk it off 8-4. Their first walk-off home run of the season.
1: Well, that was overkill. All they needed was a single. But, hey, they got the grand slam. So they win in 11 innings. Red Sox 8-4 over the Rangers. Yankees also match them and win 5-1. A battle of teams with nine-game win streaks. Yankees get the win over the Braves 5-1 and snap Atlanta streak at nine. You're asking me in April about the Yankees. Yeah, here they are. Turned <laughs> it on over the last two to three weeks. kept telling you, relax. I'm like Aaron Rodgers. Relax. <laughs> Cubs 13 game home losing streak ends as they beat the Colorado Rockies 6-4 the final score. Light night in Major League Baseball, but there you go. Mariners with a, re- a late rally to beat Oakland, but uh, the race in the AL West remains unchanged because Oakland and Texas both lose. Rangers losing that extra inning game to the Red Sox. When do we care about the Rangers losing? They're not in anybody's race. You're right. <laughs> Wrong Texas team. I'm like, Astros. Uh, you mean Houston? Astros lost to the Royals
2: 7-1. Arlington ain't a happy yeah. place. The right
1: Rangers now. are only in a race with the Orioles, right? Probably not even them. The bees were swept in a doubleheader. Reno 6-2 and 2-zip. Two, two teams play again tonight, 6-35. You can get your tickets at SOBs.com. Steve clock have the call starting at 6-20. Scapegoat, or this is going to make a dramatic change for the Padres... As they fall behind the Reds in the wildcard race in the National League, they fire their pitching coach, Larry Rothschild. Well, coaches are always scapegoats. 100% the manager's decision, Jace Tinkler says. He wants to change the voice down the stretch. Better you than me. Ben Fritz will replace him as the interim pitching coach. Ben Fritz was in the Moneyball draft in 2002. No recollection of that. Benny Fritz? is tie. yes. 40 years old? Yeah, Benny Fritz? Come on, you don't know right. who Benny Fro- Fritz is? New voice in the bullpen. Get those guys on track. And maybe get some of those guys off the disabled list or Benny injured Fritz? list. Fritz. That yeah, would help too. Disabled. Injured list. Jeez, my goodness.
3: School. Aren't you politically incorrect? Appar- you- of all people,
1: expect me, not you. Yeah, nonetheless, there it was. It was A me. Democrat, and he's calling it that? Jeez DJ and PK <laughs> What do you think
3: about broads? <laughs>
1: the beautiful trophy's about to find a new home yeah. Out in Beehive State
3: <laughs> Tony Finau <laughs> takes the Northern Trust.
2: Tony, you just said you're speechless, but let's just break it down. It's been over five years, 143 starts, and you just answered the question. You've been asked so many times, what is it gonna happen? What did it take, and how does it feel? It feels amazing. Um, I took just about everything I had. You know, I, we got to number ten, and uh, I knew I had to get to 20 under. That was that was my goal starting the day, and um, so you know my caddy Mark says, "Hey, let's turn in the best nine we've had all week," and, and I was able to do it. I hit some clutch shots here on 18. This is a tough golf hole, um, you know. And in regulation, had, we had a 20-minute wait, which wasn't ideal, but man, I just fought, and uh, man, this is this is pretty cool to be standing here again and, and winning a golf tournament.
1: Tony Finau beats Cameron Smith on the first playoff hole to win the Northern Trust. He now sits atop the FedEx playoff standings. He's got his second career win. 20 under tied with Cameron Smith, and Cameron missed the tee shot and went OB there, and that was pretty much all she wrote.
3: Oh, yeah, the literal extra hole, yeah, once Tony put it in the fairway and Smith dumped it. It was over at that point, yeah. I mean, F- I felt, final round, 65. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, 65. Awesome. Uh, no, no question about that. Uh, uh, it's tough to win golf tournaments, man. <laughs> really tough because uh, you're accountable for every single shot, and there's, there's just a mental torture. I don't even know if torture, grind, probably is a better word, uh, to be able to do that. Uh, and obviously everyone around here is so excited for him and representing the state. And Jim Nance, who worked here, Gets a, anytime he gets an opportunity to bring up Utah He does He remembers his roots uh, About as well as anybody That bring it to, home to the Beehive State and it's Like we're, we're going to have a parade now This is such a big deal in the world of golf And you know Rose Park and all those stories That we all know And seem like we can recite them by memory Because we've heard them so much And I mean I don't know Finau at all But I feel like I do I've talked to his family, his father His father has my cell phone
1: all right. Did he call you? <laughs> PK, turn on the TV. He got uh,
3: it. I, I was watching it. Yeah. You tweeted. Uh, uh, yeah. And it's awesome. And, and, and it's just so obvious. The connection between Tony and myself is so strong. I mean, he, clearly, he, when he was going to win, he was going to win in Jersey.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's no question about it. New Jersey, you think it's an act, accident, a coincidence? No. He started no. the day two shots behind John Rahm. Rahm was shooting a sixty-nine, and he finished two in shot of, and two in front of Rom. Rom dropped back to third, and he's kind of the gold standard right now. Yeah, it's fourteen playoffs this year also. So, I'll stat that's the third most, tied for the third most, I think, yeah. in PGA Tour history. Point so, your point about how hard it is to win—you're yeah. accountable for every shot, one shot, one swing, one missed putt over four days. Then you're not in the playoff. And what a grind! Yeah, and Tony was zero for three in playoffs.
2: One and three.
3: Uh, they said uh, he was zero for three. Did he just win a playoff in Puerto Rico?
2: The Puerto Rico was a playoff uh, win.
3: And then we—he know we had the thing in—in in, was it February? Los Angeles—that was a playoff, right? Genesis, he lost it yep. on a par three. Uh, I think he put it in the sand, if I remember correctly. So you got to keep—you just got to keep plugging away. And congratulations, man! And everyone here seems to be so happy for him. And that's a, I think that's a testament to him that how beloved he is because he has made connections with people to where they're so excited for him. And in order to be excited for him to the level that, like, Kyle Whittingham was yesterday, it's obvious because he has a personal connection. And Tony must be one of these guys, like Kalani, that everybody feels like they're his friend. When Kalani wins football games... I feel good for him because it's like I have a personal connection, but me and everybody else and their dog <laughs> has it, too. It's like yeah. I'm not any different than anybody no, that's, else.
1: That's why you said we should have a parade. The number of people. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So that's a testament to who the person is. If I ever won a golf
1: tournament, I, my wife may say, hey, way to go, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> So, I wasn't watching yesterday when this ended. Uh, you had invited me to go golfing yesterday, but I already set something up with somebody else and I couldn't go. And I really wanted to, and the smoke was out, and I just thought, I got, at least I'm going to go to the range, right? It was too late for me to go play. So, I'm at the range, and you know, the, the they're like, I was at like golf in the round. You know, they have like a half dozen slots, and then there's a wall. And it was super busy. So, I'm up against the wall, is the only slot that's open. And a lot of the people in the range have the earbuds in mm, yeah. right? And I don't so and some people are there with buddies and so I, I can't see it happen but I hear someone and I'd seen just as I was walking in I'd seen your tweet so I knew and so I um, I'm hitting all of a sudden I hear a guy taking his earbuds out and said something to his buddy he goes hey hey Tony Fina won and then I kid you not like a minute later I hear hey hey Tony Fina won. (laughs) All the people who were there are telling, you know, whoever they came with, pull out your earbuds, Tony won. But it's your point, somehow, all these people feel a tie. You could hear it in their voice. They're all happy. He finally got it done. And he did it without shooting around in the 70s, in which Cameron Smith did the same thing and ended up losing. How awesome is that? Four rounds, all sub-70. In Jersey City. Now on to the BMW, baby. Once you get one, is it Phil Mickelson time? This is two, not one. Okay, but full field event, different deal. I don't know. Five years, even if it's one in five years. Does it take some of the pressure off? Because certainly the expectations have been climbing with all his top tens and majors. Well, I think that's the next thing. Yeah. Now, you can win, I don't want to call it a random golf tournament, because no, I don't because think any the, of them
3: are random.
1: But, but this is a pretty good field. You get to a playoff, you're going to have that. But a playoff or a World Golf Championship event is a really good field, but it still doesn't carry what majors do. No, so that's, that's yeah. the next thing, and the way I look at it, not another
3: uh, Charlotte Open or whatever.
1: Well, hopefully he you knows somebody who has Maryland roots, because that's where they're headed now. Jersey got it done for him. Somehow you made the difference, one stroke. Right, that's so beautiful. jersey takes such
3: abuse. There's some idiots say jerseys a dump. Yeah, right. Didn't it look just spectacular with the skyline right across the the water? Skyline right
2: across the water. That was pretty incredible.
3: Yeah, and they've played there several times over the years.
1: What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. No job, too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. More on Tony Finau's win with Brian Taylor coming up at 9 o'clock from Real Golf Radio. And Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star at 8 o'clock. And we'll talk with him about the opener with BYU coming up a week from Saturday. Get his thoughts on the Wildcats as they get ready to go. DJ and BK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.
0: Best college football coverage in Utah. 975 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network.
1: The Top 60 and 60. They're getting right down to it. The very top of the list, top ten. Listen every day at 130. Hanson Scotty will announce another member of the top sixty players in the state of Utah. So we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's a top sixty and sixty. Presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness, right here on the Zone Sports Network. I told you it's Devin Lloyd. I don't need to go through five
3: months. I already told you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. It is time to get to the question of the day. How excited were you to see this unfold in front of your eyes, PK? As I wrote it? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no. You watch Tony win, you go up to the Utes, and Kyle claims Tony. We've got proof. Yeah. And then you're on social media, and you see, the Cougars are claiming Kalani's pumped for him. Oh yeah, there's a thing
3: somebody put it out there of Kalani in the office with one of his uh, staff members, Jack Mooney,
2: Yeah, one of his staffers.
3: And they're Kalani's obviously pumped up when Tony wins. And then Kyle, Kyle says this: "We got it, Tony. Oh, he's at our games all the time. He's a you. Yeah, he's a you." <laughs> He's Kyle's either. flashing the Ute deal. I never know is it the thumbs or the index fingers. When I was a kid, we used to do a little thing. We fold the, uh, a little eight and a half by eleven paper and make it into like a triangle, and you try to kick field goals. And so you'd put the index fingers. So that's I don't know what fingers they use to do the Ute thing. But he starts flashing because there's TV cameras there. Yesterday, he starts flashing it as if there's a direct Ute, like he's a Ute who played in a frigging football program. Tony? Oh, he's at our games all the time. He's a youth. Yeah, he's a you. <laughs> <laughs> Just claiming the fandom. So who is Tony? How excited was I? I, I mean, I was excited for him. I felt no personal excitement. Um, Kyle really did. As I say, I don't... I've spoken to him, but I don't think he has any clue who I am. Uh, so there's no... I don't have a connection to him. I've been around the family... And his father, on multiple occasions, very nice man, Uh, they listen, he told me, Uh, but Tony doesn't, he wouldn't have any clue who I am, so... I'm not um, sure that's true, but we'll go with it. I felt good for him. I mean, I felt good for Rom or Cam Smith, for that matter, but I have to admit I felt a little bit more for Tony because he's been trying, but it's not like he's been just grinding through life trying to catch a break here.
1: He's made a lot of money. <laughs> yes. All those top ten finishes, like yeah. for the golf perspective, you're like, "Oh, that's not quite good enough." You've got to get to number one. Meanwhile, you look at the checks the yeah, PGA yeah, yeah. hands out. And you're like, "Top ten, ka-ching! Right? It's not winner take all here, and and that's just the tip because tip of the iceberg here. Because off off the course, there's endorsement money all over the place. If you're top ten, top twenty,
3: but nevertheless, he's a good story and. Uh, it, there's something to be said, especially for, I don't know if it's uh, Polynesian people or minorities or whomever, to see somebody different, different looking, so to speak. And now I think most golfers know who he is. Uh, the casual, I guess maybe now he's more known for more than just popping in your kneecap or ankle, whatever it was, in the Masters Part three thing a few years back. I mean, he's a wildly talented golfer. That's that's the reality of it. So it's good to see that and, and keep persevering. And And it's great to see coming from nothing because a lot of these golfers, they grow up in affluence. And let's call it like it is. And so they're able to be in country clubs. My, my, my We started a high school golf team because I said when my high school started, we were uh, the first class to go to the campus all four years. And it had only been open, I think, uh I think we were the first year it was open too. And so they had juniors, right? So right off the bat, they start a golf team and my team my school starts winning state championships left and right. Why? Because Moon Valley Country Club is literally right in the boundaries. So all the kids on the team who got to play, they grew up there. That that's where they've had LPGA tournaments there. Uh, Hot Rod Huntley lived there. Uh, a Pani, who went on the LPGA tour, mm-hmm. she was on the boys' team because they were there. Well, yeah. And, and I had, the, the golf coach was uh, the reading instructor, right? And so I take him as a sophomore when they're starting the golf team, and I'm talking to him, and he has uh, tickets in December to go see an exhibition by Lee Trevino. He had two tickets, so he, I talked to him, and then it was, uh, he, he said, you want to go? And so I took my father, and I went. And it was fun. He was at Phoenix Stadium, uh, where they the Giants just have AAA. ASU uses it now. And he's at home plate. And he was lobbing chips. And, oh, I'm going to hit second base. Boom, he pops it right on the base, you know. And so a month later, or two months later, golf season starts. And it, I don't show up the first day. Uh, why didn't, why, Patrick, why weren't you there? I said, "Sir, I've got no chance to make this team." <laughs> Plus, it was during baseball season. So the point being that all the kids they were immediately a, a state contender because they just went from the country club on a golf team, and Tony didn't have that. So that's that's a success story. We all love the underdog story. Now, six four with a build as, le- as <laughs> athletic as him, <laughs>
1: and a swing that looks like
3: yeah, a butter. right, gold. <laughs> You know, so but nevertheless, it's it's awesome. But I'm fascinated. Is Tony a Ute or is he a Cougar? Who
1: is he? Tony, and this is also controversial, is a jazz guy. Everybody claims him. He turned pro out of high, straight out of high school, so he's got no tie to any school. Well, he turned, Sometimes golfers like go for a year or two and then go pro. He only turned jazz fan when Ryan Smith brought him.
3: that was fan.
2: controversial too because yeah, he was a oh, Laker fan. do the announcement for him on social media.
3: Yeah, and and he's buddies with Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith was tweeting about it yesterday too, because he's obviously watching it because he has a personal connection with the phenomena. But at his, you got to You got to decide what's going on here. Either you're a Ute or you're a Cougar. If you're from here, you got to be a Ute or you got to be a Cougar. You can't get both. <laughs> The Whittingham clan were hardcore cougars, but now every
1: one of them despises the blue. Tony's hates the blue. Tony's above it all. No, he he's can't not, be. He's not buying the hype. He's got to you gotta make a decision. <laughs> I, I want to be there when you tell him this.
3: Well, I can't have both schools claiming you. Listen, what did Kyle say, Yakarino?
1: Tony? Oh, he's at our games all the time. He's a you. Yeah, he's a (laughs) you. It's
3: like, there's no discussion. And if you ever get in with thick-skulled Whittingham, you're going to be there forever. If he's got something that he says like that, emphatically, then you could have an argument with him, and he'll just go round in circles, which I actually love, for hours on end. and He'll never give in. What is he, Yakarino? Tony? Oh, he's in our games all the time. He's a U. Yeah, he's a U. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then why is Kalani Satake celebrating wildly? Chris says neither. He's a West High Panther. That's his high school for sure, so that's a, not something you can dispute. West High. West High fans rallying around each other. Great. Tanner says he's a coog
2: Jack says he's a Uger. Oh, a combo? Yeah. Got it. Your famous combination that you made up? Start slapping letters together and see what sounds right. What promo I should bring back around? I don't remember it. one day he was talking about, like, people who have made the transition, like in case of the Whittingham family go on from BYU yeah. to Utah and well, he Jeff, coined the term Uyghur and it became a promo that I will be well, On purpose? You said that? Did I say that on purpose, I y'all? think it was accidentally, but you PK was loving it because it was a perfect like metaphor for what we No, were you can't about.
1: have that.
3: You can have some roots either way, but you got to make a de- declaration.
2: Well, next time I talk to Tony Feeney, I will be the first, so I will ask him. What are you? How can both entities claim him? Is Whittingham
1: wrong again? This kind of this is this is just how golf rolls, though. They're all over the map. I mean, all the golfers on tour—they've got their hometown, they've got where they live, they've got where they went to school. Jupiter, Florida. One of the three,
2: (laughs) or Scottsdale, Arizona.
1: (laughs) Not not like West Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah, Mike. It's got to be Jupiter. Mike. Mike unusual. He's down to two. Yeah, you know, Canada definitely claims him, but because he's living in Draper and went to BYU, it's just Utah and it's Canada. Okay, but Utah, the state of
3: Utah, we get that, but we're getting far more specific. We're getting down to the fine print here. <laughs> we are getting down to the fine print. This is unique to our state. You can only be one. Can't be both in the same media market. That's what makes this rivalry so awesome. Is they're in the same media market. We're we're neighbors. There's not a great gap between Michigan and Ohio State and those types of things. It's right there, you know, much like the two Los Angeles schools. Very few places in which you have a rivalry, uh, metaphorically speaking, next door. And we do here. I mean, even Phoenix and Tucson is still, Right. I mean, it's gotten closer as Phoenix has expanded. Uh Tucson, but they're still separate media much. markets. But they totally are. Yeah. yeah they yeah, their own. Yeah. Right. Everything.
2: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. They don't share any of that. So do we need to throw this out and say, weigh in? Like, have people send in their stories about if Tony's a uteric cougar? Yeah, I, I need evidence. That's
1: exactly what I'm talking about.
2: So I, think do this, it. I haven't, do, excuse you, me,
1: I
3: haven't done this in app. a while,
1: but I think we need a poll question.
2: Poll question, but you also use the apps. Send in your open mic features. If you have proof, the that's exactly
1: what I'm looking for. A body of evidence. By you 10 might, o'clock today, I want a decisive decision. Somebody out there might have a picture in their phone of Tony wearing gear from Good point. one team or the other.
3: But I thought he was a Ute. Tony? Oh, he's at our games all the time. He's a Ute. (laughs) Ute. I asked him the question, he's like dismissing. Why'd you even ask him that question, you imbecile? I
1: felt so small. Yeah, but he likes to do that to you. One of the
3: reasons I hate him. (laughs) Just because you go to all the games, I go to all the games, does that make me a Ute?
1: No, they reject you. They don't want any part of you. It's hard to believe you're allowed in. Good, because I wouldn't take them if they were the last team on the planet. I hate them. You're a devil. I know. And you're loving this. Where's the drop, Yuck? Why do I have to do all the heavy lifting? Come on! What? Oh, he can oh, find a drop oh, when it's time to make fun of me. Sure. I'm not making fun of you. We're enhancing the show. <gasps> well, I just enhanced the show without Yuck. Oh, that's going way back. No. If, they, if the
3: Utes lose to the Devils. I you know you're a sun devil and you're enjoying this but I felt so bad. Uh, no, no. And that was in a post game in which the, the Utes, uh, the Devils rolled them. If the Devils got to win, then I would like it to be like that one year, where it's like one point in overtime,
1: but not like 38 to 7. It makes me feel bad. All right, poll questions up. Is Tony Finau a Ute or a Cougar? Kyle Whittingham claimed Tony is a Ute, but Kalani was celebrating the win. So Tony's a Ute or Finau's a Cougar? Which is it? The thing about Whittingham
3: is he said it so dismissively, like, of course. Right. How dare
1: you even ask the question? Show no weakness, number one. Two, always go at Kinnahan in a press conference whenever you have a chance to have a little fun. Three, all of the above. Go for it.
3: I just got on social media yesterday and found it so entertaining after uh, talking to Kyle. I went to the practice yesterday, and so that was about 530-ish. And so Tony had been the winner for, what, 45 minutes or so, maybe, at that point. I also felt—oh, actually, I felt great because Kyle said he was going to tape it, and I I gave him the answer. So I'm glad I ruined his evening that way. That felt good. (laughs) There's no way he wouldn't have found out it's impossible come on you you would have to just put yourself in a in a room quarantined with nothing there and not find <laughs> out right It's <Just laughs> locked locked in some room downstairs. there's no way there's just in today's world four walls, no <laughs> yeah. windows. Yeah. He would have had to gone to and he didn't come in and say, don't tell me. We're going, and I know he knows Tony because I've talked to him about Tony. And that's why I asked him a question because I knew full well he expects or he says that Tony is a Ute because I've had this conversation with him. So I knew what the answer was going to be. And I only asked him for radio purposes so we could have fun.
1: Here they come. Jason says Tony is a fan of Utah sports more than BYU, but he would have gone to BYU over Utah for golf because the Ute golf program sucked back then. I don't remember the state of the Utah golf program back then, so I'll take him at his word. So it's good now? Uh, Because if it sucked uh, back then, obviously that implies that 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 it's much better now. Is that true? Was he
2: going to go to to BYU
1: if he didn't turn pro? I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know that he would have stayed in-state.
2: There is a very, what would you call r- strong rumors that he was committed to BYU oh, golf. Before he would
3: strong. have stayed in-state.
2: Strong rumors.
3: you got to have cash to go play golf out of state. Because they don't give full scholarships. Instead, he went straight out and turned pro. Yeah, he did the Joe Ingles thing. Yeah. Where a lot of his buddies went to college. Well, Joe, at 17, as he's told us, decided that he wasn't going to do that, and he was going to turn professional, played in Australia, and then went overseas, and then obviously made his way over here.
1: All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. More golf with Brian Taylor coming up at 9 o'clock. Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star, talking about the BYU-Arizona opener in about 15 minutes. Next, though, what PK picked up talking with the Utes yesterday. Stay with us.
0: Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. I know that there's a lot of different rumblings and there's been a lot of different news about starting quarterbacks. But if you were listening to Scotty and I all through camp, there is no breaking news. It's just the same old news
1: that we've been talking about we all knew it was gonna be Charlie Brewer and you may have heard people say oh it's closer than you think
3: and Cam Rising put a heck of a battle up there but it was always going to be Charlie Brewer
1: I always talked about you know Cam Rising is he won a quarterback job there once but you saw the quarterback he won the job over yeah Charlie Brewer is much better there was a nice battle but at no point and this should be more reassuring to Utah fans than anything at no point did Cam Rising actually take that job back from Charlie Brewer
0: and Scotty. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in The Zone Sports Network.
1: Mm-hmm, 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 Get ready for the upcoming mm-hmm, jazz mm-hmm, season mm-hmm, at the Jazz Team mm-hmm, Store. End of summer sale is August 26th through the 28th at Vivint Arena. Get great deals on the latest jazz gear. Sweet. I got jazz gear on myself right now. You actually do. You got that hoodie on. Got the peaks. Got the swoosh. Going on with the purple. All right. Anything else you pick up from uh, Kyle aside from uh, you got the Tony Fee now and him flashing the U and uh, show no weakness and admit nothing? Depth chart for the starting quarterback on Monday.
3: Offensive line. I got to see who's available, but I mean they've got time. Time's running out, but they still got time. And you know you really should be able to beat Weber State with who's ever there. But this big debate. Who had the breaking news? You attributed it to the watchdog. That's where I saw it yesterday. So that must mean that's where it was. Where did you see it first? They've been saying it for months. I just heard the promo. And then, the, what, the Ute zone? They had it. Man, the battle. Who had it? <laughs> <laughs> so you, but you declared the winner.
1: We didn't even need to go saw. to court. Well, oh man, (laughs) to court anyway.
3: (laughs) Who who had this? The fight is on for months over here. The internet site, this internet site. Oh my gosh! And it was confirmed by this group and this and that. I I had no clue. (laughs) 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 No clue at all. I still don't know. I'll find out on Thursday.
2: (laughs) Can't wait for that.
1: I hope he lists either or. (laughs) Seemed to indicate Saturday he wasn't going to, but I hope he changes his mind and just does that. Oh, just to yank chains? I love that. At this point, why not? (laughs) That would be
3: absolutely awesome. That would be really entertaining. Uh I may let him know. he just do that. What the heck? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what would really take the cake, if this would be Kyle at his best, is like, because then everyone's going to wait. Well, he's going to have to start someone, right? And he runs to Quinn and Jackson out there and runs the Wildcat on the first series. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: talking with Jeff Call yesterday. And he was laughing, he covers the Utes for the Deseret News, and he says, oh man, this this reminds me, you remember when, and I, what, and he said, the the Ben Olsen, Brett Ingham thing, and uh, I said, oh yeah, I'd for- forgotten about that, but that dude who was on with Barry King called us that morning when he was on the show with us after, when we were still doing it in the conference mm-hmm. hall, room yeah. upstairs over at Simmons, and uh, the original 1280, and it's like, what was it, Friday? And he's going to start, and they they had a buy. He's going to start Ben Olsen next week. He's going to start Ben Olsen next week. And I said, this is Gary Croton you're dealing with. So this is Friday. They don't play for another week. Uh, he could change you, his mind. You got yeah. your show at 10 o'clock? Have at it, big guy, because <laughs> I ain't saying it. You're not coming on our show, my show, and saying it because it's going to get attached to me. And then Monday, everybody's down there. Oh, uh, we're gonna start, Brett Ingeman. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even remember that it was Ingeman Jeff had to tell me that Ingeman was the guy I, I could I didn't remember
1: I didn't remember either yeah. it's funny I was thinking of that yesterday oh it uh... just randomly came into my mind you with you why don't you go with that <laughs> <laughs> oh you remember that I do remember <laughs> that I didn't remember Ingeman either yeah but I remembered you <laughs> telling him yeah okay <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah I just we're not we're not going with it when'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going with it on my show because I didn't try Trust the guy to change his mind. And I don't know if he changed his mind. I don't even remember the details. But all I know that it wasn't Ben Olsen. And Ben Olsen never played one down for the Cougars
1: uh, before he went on a mission
3: and then went over to UC Los Angeles.
1: All right, when we come back, Greg Hansen, sports columnist for the Arizona Daily Star. BYU getting ready for the opener a week from Saturday. What to expect from the Wildcats. We'll talk with Greg next. Stay with us.